Welcome to today's podcast. I'm here with Diane Greenwood and James Fitzpatrick from AL Scrubs. James was last year's Domestic Cleaning Awards winner and he's back with us today. He's going to be one of the judges for this year. So James, let's start with, tell us about AL Scrubs. What is it? What do you do? Hello, Louise. Hello, Diane. Hi. Uh, So we're a cleaning company based in Glasgow. We do domestic and most recently we've moved into a bit of commercial cleaning. So, yeah, we're a cleaning company based in Glasgow. We do everything from end of tenancies, after builders, regular house cleans, carpet cleans, and offices and nightclubs. So a wee bit of everything we do. When did you start the business, James? Started it in 2017. So it was just me and my friend went down south. We quit our jobs and we wanted to just be oven cleaners, make £50 a day each. And be happy with that. So we've done ovens. Then we realised carpet cleaning. So we've done ovens and carpets. And then 2019, we realised we could do more end of tenancy and stuff. So I got my mum involved in the free years, kind of started cleaning houses. So we really started actual cleaning in 2019. And then it's kind of grew, grew from there. We evolved from there. And where did the name Al Scrubs come from? My my best friend and my, my wee boys, my best friend's wee boys called Ace, my wee boys called Leo, and then Scrubs, because we're the Scrubbers. <laughs> Ace, Leo, Scrubs. Al Scrubs, I like it. Everybody keeps saying, well, can I speak to Al? Or the phone up, can I speak to Al? And, and I go out to meet people, hi, you, Al? Like, no, it's A-L. I should have put a dot in the middle. Yeah, scrubs, yeah, okay, brilliant. <laughs> so you've grown quite fast, haven't you, James? It's been quite I've, rapid for you guys. Since we started, I've doubled my turnover, more than doubled it, really, three consecutive years. Wow. So it's been all right, actually, I It's not until I actually look at my accounts and I realise, because sometimes you don't think you're doing well until you reflect in the previous years how far you've actually came. So we have to ask, why do you think you won last year? You tell me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was my choice. <laughs> I think it's down to, I showcase everybody what I'm doing. So I've got a huge presence presence on social media. We've got like one of our Facebook accounts, we have like 10,000 likes. We have another one, it's got 5,000 likes, active on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. So if we win a contract, put it in social media, every deep clean, put it in social media, we get a good review, put it in social media. So people see what we're doing. And things like that, did a wee bit for the local community, like drop them off Easter eggs to schools and things like that. So I, I just showcase what I'm doing. And I think when people see that, they can see that you're doing well. And Diane and I were talking about this and we were saying you do exceptionally well about doing that. But not all cleaning companies are happy to just share everything, are they? They don't blow their own trumpets. And that's what we really want to get across in these awards, that actually... There's nothing wrong with just sharing what you're doing. It's not always talking about yourself. Like, otherwise, yeah. you'd be talking about yourself the whole time, wouldn't you, James? Like, it is just sharing what you're doing. Yeah, so I've changed it a bit now because I've got people in the office. If I come up with a status, that I put a status on saying, James, or it'll be our boss, is getting interviewed by DCBN this week. So it's not because I'm trying to get the bigger stuff now. I try to make it, well, not make it out as a bigger company. So I make it out as if like, the boss has brought his puppy into the office today and the boss is getting interviewed today and things like that. It shows that we've got a management team, yeah, so you, but everything you, still does get showcased. You talk about yourself in the third person now then? Yes. It's you and your message evolving, really, isn't it, as your business grows? Yeah, 
Yeah, well, that's it. So it was always me. When I first started, I was putting pictures of me and my kid out at the park. Like, it doesn't need to be about business all the time. Let people get to know you as a person and they can uh, relate to that. And sometimes that gets you work alone because people like you as a person rather than just try to sell, sell, sell all the time. And do you think, because I see this quite a lot, that smaller businesses are out there sort of talking about themselves like the boss is doing this and actually it's only a one-man band and people yeah. want to buy from people. They want to know about that person, don't they? Do you yeah. think people make that mistake or do you think it's okay to do that? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think if you're a small business, but if you're a small business and then it's good to maybe do it the way I used to do it, like about me, put pictures of myself on Facebook, out cleaning, I used to have pictures of myself in my bottom bucket and things like that when I was out cleaning, but because my target is maybe the bigger jobs now, the bigger offices who maybe want a larger company rather than a self-employed cleaner. So you're doing the judging this year. What are you looking for for a, for a good winner in some of the categories this year? What is it you're looking for? I'm quite excited about that, being a judge, because aye, it's a weird one. <laughs> I still see myself as a wee cleaner. Oh. Uh, but I'm, social media presence, I think that's a big one. For a, for a business to grow, they need to have a good social media presence. So I'd be looking at their social media. How active are they? Can you see that they're growing as a company or as a, as a business? Ask people for reviews. The, the amount of great feedback a lot of companies get and they don't ask for reviews. So we send a text after each job. Can you leave us a wee review and things like that? And so if you get good reviews, good feedback, something that I would like to see something that would surprise me, a unique selling point. Uh, a lot of cleaning companies kind of copy each other and do the same kind of stuff. So for something out there somebody's doing, I would like to see that, something a bit different. So since you won the award a year ago, what sort of changed in your business? You said you're going after bigger contracts now. How do you feel that it's sort of you know helped you change, I suppose? Uh, well, we put at the end of every email, like the, is it the, the footer at the email? I would say oh, that, yeah. We said that about our gold footer, didn't we? Yeah. Aye, so... Yeah. At the end of every email, if you're just sending a quote, they'll see at the bottom, we're an award-winning cleaning company. Not in Scotland, in the UK. I think that alone looks great. So for a marketing purpose, it, it changes things. Because if you're saying you're the best cleaner in the UK, that's a an extremely good achievement, a good award to win. So, Mark, we put it everywhere again. Facebook, yeah. after every post, award-winning cleaning company, or websites, emails, everywhere. Uh, when we've had people come to us, and I, I say to them, we're an award-winning cleaning company, and they'll say, well, I know that, that's the reason I've kind of came to you. After we've seen that you said you're an award-winning cleaning company, we go on your website, that looks good, and we look at your reviews, you've over 300 reviews, so it kind of starts them doing their research on you if, you, if they see that at first. Yeah, so it's not just about you entering the award and bigging yourself up at that stage, but when yeah. you win... Or yeah. you're a runner-up or whatever, you know, but you won. You make the most of the opportunity. Yeah, and it's good for the cleaners as well, I think. When the cleaners are working and they know they're working for a five-star cleaning company, they want to keep the standards there because they know that we've worked hard to grow this business. The cleaners, it's credit to them. They're the ones that's out cleaning now. So it gives them a morale boost. They get excited when I say to them, we've won another award. We won two last year, three last year. And they get excited by it and they keep the standards, uh, the yeah. standards there. Because we're a five-star cleaning business. So you don't get to enter this year, do you? You're not going to be? No, but we're still the best, Louise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, there might be a new one. There's definitely be a new winner, so you can enter again next year. And I vote for myself. 
tell us about the last year for you guys, because you've won more awards, but tell us what else has gone on. And you've had some quite big changes, haven't you? Yeah, so the last year we've kind of moved more, more to commercial cleaning. We've got a couple of bigger contracts. We've got a contract worth like 120 grand a year, which is a really good one. We've doubled our turnover, doubled our staff, and I'm working less. So it sounds weird. We've yeah. got more, and I've kind of took time away for the office. Sometimes I was finding myself coming out of the office and just sitting in front of my laptop, but not doing anything. But I just felt as if I had to be here. Because I've got Julie working in the office, I've got my management out there. So I'm starting to learn how to go away and spend time with my kid or do something rather than just coming out of the office and sitting there because you feel like you need to be there. So that was a kind of mindset thing. You haven't just sat around, have you? No. So I've worked on other stuff as well, but it's gave me me time to focus on other things that I want to do. So if I'm not working on the cleaning business, I'm currently trying to buy other businesses. And you've got a very clear plan as to what you're doing, haven't you? Yes. So because my cleaning company can manage without me, the, the, the team do a good job. I'm looking to buy other businesses and implement what I've learned in my cleaning company. So buy a business, get a good management team in place and just keep doing that. So that's my plan going forward. What I love and what's really inspirational is you, you've right at the beginning you said oven cleaning £50 a day. Then you've gone through that whole sort of growth and transition, but now you're a business owner. Yeah, no, that's it. So, and I still, I was speaking to my dad the other day and I was saying, like, I'm just, I was still telling him I'm stupid. I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, how are you? You'll you're, you're know, look what you've done. But because I, I just still think I'm, like before I was doing cleaning, I was like a HGV driver. So I'm just like a normal person, but I've not got an entrepreneurial background. Any of my family has a business or anything like that. So I've kind of, just learnt through like reading books and things like that. And then you get a you get a buzz for it and you, you try and get to the next level. Why do you think you've been a success? Because we're talking five years you've been in business here. You've got a big team as well, haven't you, around you? And you're doing a lot of different things. Why do you think you've been successful when other people struggle so much? See, I still don't think I've been successful. Well, obviously, it's, what I've done now is, is good. But where I want to be, I still think I've not really... I'm not successful. Obviously, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, I think people struggle because they work too hard. But I was working when I started the business. I was starting at eight o'clock and I wasn't getting home at like seven o'clock at night. Then I was doing invoices, putting jobs in and I was doing everything. So I never had time to actually study the cleaning industry, like, like systems and processes. And it's when I got a team around me, they gave me time to work on the business rather than in the business. Uh, I learned more and I managed to take a step step back try and give yourself at least one day off you might be losing one two three hundred pounds that day but in the long run it will be worth it because you can learn so much it's an investment take a day off invest in yourself can i just can i just go back to this because i actually knew james when he was going through this battle you didn't want to take a day off and that paper diary (laughs) that was an argument it's not a day off because you're still working on the business but i was kind of hands-on as you know louise i was out there like to go out there cleaning and thought it couldn't get done without me and stuff like that. And it was definitely a mindset thing. Uh, always try to be in five places at the one time and stuff like that. But once you've got a good team around you, you need to learn to trust them and follow the process. It's a bit of a trap otherwise, isn't it? You need to try and give yourself even a half a day and gradually build up to one, two, maybe three days. You know, you're speaking music to our ears. Me and Diane spend all day going 
come on guys you know work on your business not in it that's what we talk about <laughs> but so. i think people just see the money if they take if they're not out there physically cleaning they're losing that one two whatever it is 300 pounds a day that's what i was put off with i'm like if i'm sitting in the office working on the business i'm losing 300 pounds so i want to be out there making money and a lot of people, I think it's hard. People have it. A lot of people are saying that there's a recession and people have it in their mind that they need that money. You know, they can't survive without it. Did you miss it? No, because the, the time it, I spent on the business, I, I met more people and uh, got more contracts because it, it's just I, I've, I've got more work. So I took time off and now I do like, like less. Sounds weird. but <laughs> So you do less, but get more productive with it. Aye, that's it. I use your time wisely. Yeah. Your value to the business is not you going out delivering the service. No, that's it. I definitely, I if you can get somebody else to do what I was doing, pay them whatever you pay them, and then you can work on the business to make it bigger. So it's definitely helped. And it was a mindset thing, trying to shift that. It was definitely a mindset. How did you shift it? The the main thing was that I had to. I didn't know that I had to. My mum worked for me, and I was saying her health wasn't getting good, and I kind of had to create a job for her. I wanted my mum to keep working, so... I created a job for her in the office. So she was doing the stuff that I would normally do at night time. And that freed me up so much time. And having somebody to help you with, with kind of the admin stuff helped massively. And that made me realise I don't need to be doing all this kind of stuff that I'm doing. And then I've got a supervisor to do the stuff that I was doing out, like for the cleaning. And then just kind of took it for there. And I obviously I spoke to yourself, Louise, got a got a coach to help with my, my mindset. I had a few... Heated, not heated, but arguments for you. Uh, <laughs> You've gone from heated, not heated. <laughs> uh, there were a few arguments, weren't there? There was a few, because you were telling me to do something and I was telling you it's just not possible. I've tried that. Uh, but then when I just obviously listened to you, stopped being stubborn and it did work. Prices was a, one of the main things. You were telling me I, I can be £20 an hour and I was adamant I couldn't get over 16 50 because I had two rejections. But I worked on my, my sales pitch. And just kept at it. And it's, I remember it's rightly, what you actually did was you went, oh, this is stupid. I don't like domestic <laughs> anymore. I don't make any money off them. Well, I, I was <laughs> going to stop the domestic. We still, like, most of your work is domestic at the end of tenancy and the deep clean stuff. That's where we make most of your money. Uh, and I was ready for just kind of chucking it. I'm not doing it. But once you've got the, the work there, you can put your prices up. People start accepting so you yeah. pick it up a wee bit more and more until you start to get rejections again. But, but you started pitching, going, well, I don't want the work anyway. You started pitching yeah. amounts you never thought you'd get, and they started saying yes to you, and you were there like... There was a couple I didn't want. I just put crazy prices in because there was a period I was struggling to get staff, and you can help me with that as well. So I was just overpricing stuff, and then I was still getting the work. So that change in mindset, you've effectively replaced yourself in your own business, haven't you? So you can... I, I definitely, I. So now he's going to buy other businesses and replace himself. <laughs> but Diane, we spend all day talking about this, don't we? The number of people who are like, oh, come on, guys, you just have to trust that, you know, people are going to pay your prices. And if, if they don't pay those prices, there's no point in you being in business. And I think you hit that point with some of your, because you've got lots of different arms, you hit that point with the domestic arm going, yeah. there's no point. I see some posts on the, your Facebook page, people saying there's, it's not possible that area they're in, nobody would pay that money. And that's the exact same mindset I had at the time because they've had a few rejections doesn't mean to say nobody's going to pay that you just need to work on your your sales pitch a wee bit and I had the exact same mindset and I think I commented on one of them and people are saying that's no, definitely this area you can't go above 16 17 pounds an hour well, fair <laughs> do is I know I know you can through my experience but 
but you're in Glasgow, aren't you? And you were yeah. adamant they weren't going to pay it in Glasgow. Yeah, because other people were charging. People put all of their Facebook page, £12 an hour, £13 an hour. And a lot of jobs I was going to, I kind of felt as if I was getting laughed out the door. Oh, the last person was doing it for £13 an hour. Why would I pay 20 That's That's ridiculous. But I realised I was targeting the wrong people then. So maybe change my target audience. It's what better for I got the, the mindset, I don't care if I don't get the contract. Yeah. And then I started to get them. I always advise to the first person that gets the new price is a new customer. Um, yeah. Once you get the confidence that you can sign new customers, then you all your current customers can then have a price increase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I think James should be poster boy. Well, you are. You're the winner last year's winner, aren't you? But poster boy <laughs> for just doing things the right way. And and actually, what I've seen most about you is that you are willing to change. Yeah, no, definitely. Of course, as I say, I've not got a business background. So when I started reading books, getting a coach like yourself, people to help me. You need like, I don't know everything. So learn from other people's mistakes and just it gets you there quicker. And I believe you've supported a few other people in business, haven't you? You've been out there helping others. Yeah, well, people see that what I've did, like win awards and things like that. I've had a few cleaning companies message me, like younger people saying they've been following me for years because, again, I'm putting my story on, uh, just asking for advice. So that people a few years younger than me, even a couple of people older than me, uh, asking me advice, what's the best apps to use, what's the best products, how do you get contracts and things like that. And I like, uh, they're supposed to be competitors, but I like it because it gives you a, it's a, wee, it's a wee boost in it when people think you're, well, can see that you're doing well and you're kind of inspiring people in a way. So I quite like it, aye. It's always interesting how the most successful people in any industry are the ones that then share that success with others. Yeah. Whereas... If you're scarce about things, actually, your business seems to end up feeling the same way. Yeah, but that's that. So if you're willing to help, then your business will grow. <laughs> and this is what I've noticed about all the judges. So we've we've been doing podcasts with all of them, and all of them are like, we love helping people. And they've all sat there and gone, yeah, we want new ideas from those that are out there as well. They're out there yeah. going, we want to learn from you guys. It's good when you when you see like a new idea with a cleaning industry because it is the same kind of stuff that people do. So when you see somebody's doing something different how did I know thank you that that's that's cracking so yeah. I'm hoping to see some new ideas what what kind of things are you thinking and what kind of lines would you like to see ideas along I like to be surprised so it'd be good to, if something surprises me because I can imagine you've got 100 200 applicants there all writing a similar stuff so if something stands out somebody's thinking out the box a wee bit that would be good so even if someone's a small one-man band and they're just doing it themselves and they've got a cracking idea or they're doing something differently, you're going, you know, you'd be my winner. Yeah, no, definitely. Because you've got to start somewhere. If everybody's been a one-man band at some point. So if they're a one-man band and they're coming up with good ideas now, it'll be interesting to see where they'll be in a few years' time. So it doesn't matter how big the company is, still, still go for it and get yourself, hopefully get yourself an award. And if someone's nervous, can they message you? And you'll be going. Give me a message. I don't know if I'll always be the right advice, but I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> James, thank you. Well done for last year. Thank you for coming back to be a judge again this year. I've absolutely loved watching your journey through the last year and, and obviously going on to win more awards and um, you've done incredibly well. And I'm looking forward to seeing you share all that knowledge again, coming back to be a judge. Yeah, no, definitely. I can't, can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. And good luck to everybody that's going to apply.